Welcome to the Curiously Guided Podcast, the show for intentional business owners and curious minds looking to combine the inner work and outer work to create a life, business, and career that feels deeply fulfilling and wildly aligned on all levels. We're your hosts. I'm Shay. And I'm Mariah. We're two business strategists passionate about rewriting the rules to success in a way that combines both strategy and energetics. So this podcast started with both of us being in the online business world, craving more deep, meaningful, and transparent conversations. So we decided to come together and create a space to do just that. Our guest interviews highlight cool humans doing cool shit, chasing their dreams, and going down their own rabbit holes to create a more sustainable and fulfilling life in whatever way that means for them. We see this podcast as everything that people won't share on social media. We don't give a fuck about highlight reels or proven frameworks. We love getting in the weeds, asking the tough questions, and doing the work to create a life and career we love, all while committing to ourselves and our personal growth. Because only through that lens can we truly create a lifestyle that feels good from the inside out. Welcome to the Curiously Guided Podcast. Are you ready to trust the nudge and let curiosity guide the way? Because we're excited to shake shit up and live outside the box with you. Okay, welcome back, friends. We are really excited to shoot this episode today. Uh, We are talking about something that Mariah and I have always felt pretty passionately about. I think it's one of the original topics that brought us together in a friendship. And um, we're releasing this episode around the new year. So if you're listening to this live or within a few weeks of it coming out, it will also be relevant. But the topic that we're going to dive into today is goal setting. And if that made you roll your eyes already, don't worry, we're going to bring our normal style in here and kind of bring a little bit more of a a rebellious nature into goal setting. Mariah and I, I think... um, for me, at least, I have set a lot of goals in my life. I consider myself a really goal-oriented, like growth-minded person. Having goals and working towards things has always been really important to me. But a few years ago, I got to this point where I kept setting goals and like achieving them or achieving other things in the pursuit. And I was really unsatisfied. And I got to a point where I didn't want to set goals at all anymore because they just either like I achieved what I thought I wanted and it wasn't what I wanted, or I set these really intense, smart, quote unquote, smart goals where they're really specific and actionable and measurable. And um, it kind of felt a bit like I was just, Ryan, I say white knuckling a lot, just a bit, that kind of goal setting to me was starting to feel a bit like I was trying to control life a little bit too tightly. I was a little bit too wound up in the specific numbers and metrics and outcomes. And it made me lose a bit of the bigger picture. The other thing that we don't like about goal setting is one thing Ryan I have noticed is that in our world it's really easy to set goals that you've seen other people set. You know, you um for me when I was just getting into business everybody wanted a 10k month. So like that was my goal, 10k month. You know, and and, and a lot of us like I see a lot of like entrepreneurs out there working We always laugh about like, I don't need a private island, but that's how everybody's working. You know, everybody just like grinds and hustles and works that they need this unlimited amount of money. And I think it's all just because we're all comparing ourselves to others and we're all kind of outsourcing our goals (laughs) based on what other people are doing. And a lot of times when you get that money, you're unfulfilled, right? And you just keep wanting more because you think it's going to kind of fill that hole or that gap. So anyway, 
All this to say, we rag on goal setting a lot on this podcast and we wanted to design a better way for us to meaningfully set goals, bring a bit more intuition into the goal setting process, make it be a, a bit more something that we didn't have to grasp so tightly to. And then most importantly, something that was really aligned with our own individual wants and desires, as opposed to what perhaps society or other online business owners or whatever else we're internalizing is telling us to set goals towards. So all of that came together two years ago into a beautiful workshop that we called uh, design your dream day. Um, and it's all about, we held, we've held this workshop live twice. Now we've done it with ourselves many times. Um, it's been cool to kind of see the effect that it's had on people. And it's something that you can definitely revisit over and over and over again, and kind of see how you've changed. Um, but yeah, so we're excited. We're launching, we've made kind of a digital evergreen version of that workshop now. So you can, anytime you're feeling a little lost in terms of what am I working towards? What are my goals right now? I feel really unclear. This um, idea of designing your dream day is a really powerful way to give yourself a bit of quiet, a bit of space to kind of sit down, figure out what's important to you, and then actually reverse engineer how you'll get there. Yeah. And if you guys are already interested in checking out the Dream Day Workshop, you can learn more at curiouslyguided.com slash dream day. No dashes, no spaces, dream day all together in one word that doesn't even really make up a word, but the link is also going to be in the show notes below. Um, but it's funny because like when you were talking, I was like, so many people's episodes coming out around now in January are, are going to be like, we're kicking off this year with a bet. And I'm just like, I just puked in my mouth. Like, I don't want to. And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, how do I feel right now? I don't feel like I'm ready to shoot out of a cannon like a firework. I don't feel like I'm ready to like hit the ground running right now also it's mercury retrograde in the year that we are right now mercury it doesn't get out of retrograde until actually new year's day but in the past for the past like four years maybe i just like haven't really been that fucking inspired in january in order to like create goals it's really a time of like reflection it's really a time of like sitting with myself and that's why I think that this workshop is coming out and we're releasing it at the perfect time is because it's a really good way to kind of connect with yourself and then build the coming weeks or the coming decisions that you have to make based on intention versus random goals like as you were talking I started writing like I remember in 2017, I think I sat down and I was like, I need to write some goals. And one of my goals was like a thousand YouTube subscribers because this is when I first started my channel. And then at the end of that year, I took a look at the goals that I wrote down and I felt so much shame because I'm pretty sure I only had like 350 subscribers. And I was like, wow, I suck. Like I am nowhere near this goal. But then it was like this, this moment where I was like, wait a minute, but like, what does a thousand subscribers even mean? Where did I get that number from? It's like, I had some internal drive that like, I wanted to grow a YouTube channel. So I literally just picked a number that felt big 
that I would work towards. But like YouTube at this time didn't even have a role in my business and my marketing. There was no systems in place. I didn't have any passive income products. So it's just like, what the fuck was the point of a thousand YouTube subscribers? And I just feel like all of my goals were so heady. Like you're saying, like they were just like so in my head and fucking random. Oh, I'm going to make $5,000 a month. And like at the time, $5,000 was a lot of money for me. You know what I mean? Even now, like $5,000 more than enough, like pays my bills. Mm -hmm. And I just remember picking that number because everybody else was talking about that number. And like, that's just what you do. You just pick a fucking random number. I remember sitting there literally reflecting and being like, where do people get these numbers? Because before I had my business, I never set goals in January. I never set goals personally. I was always like, oh, like it's a new year. What do I want to do? Oh, it's a reminder to maybe eat a little healthier and move my body a little bit more. But like before I had a business, I never fucking sat down and wrote down goals. And so then it was like, then I jumped into this space that was like so focused on goals that I was like, a little, it was shocking a little bit. I'm just like, I don't even know how to navigate this. And then me being like, a perfectionist was like, well, I need to set the best goals. I need to set the goals that are going to move me forward. And like, it was never motivating to me setting goals. And I think that that's the thing. It's like setting goals like this was never motivating because there was never any like intentionality behind them. They all felt fucking random. I like that word random. That's absolutely how I felt. Like you just pull a random number out and then I am subject to the shame spiral as well when I don't hit said random number and it's all arbitrary. Right. And so that, not that you, I, I get like, um, we could choose not to feel shame around goals. And that's the idea here, but that is very difficult for me. And I get really, like you're saying, the motivation isn't there when the number feels random and it just feels like there's no deeper piece to it. Um, and that, that part really left me feeling kind of a in a shame spiral. And I see all these people online supposedly setting their goals and hitting them. And it was just like a weird, got me in a weird spot and got me setting goals to a place that I didn't feel motivated to do them. And then just got me to a point where I was like, fuck goals. And the problem with that is we need some direction in this life. You know, it's nice to have a forest through the trees perspective and kind of spend some time with yourself and figure it out, you know, like on my deathbed, I want to look back and see these things. Right. And I don't think a lot of us give space for that. So I like the idea of setting goals. I think it's powerful, but I think that the way that we are taught to do it and the way that we see perhaps online people doing it for me has been a bit demotivating. Yeah. I think that what these goals are missing is like the intuitive piece, the connection to self piece, the who do you want to be piece. And I know that that's a tough question and it feels floaty and it feels illogical. It feels like, who do I want to be? I don't know. Like I am who I am. I don't know. Like it feels like really fluffy. And so I feel like that's why it's hard to connect an outside goal with an internal motivation because there doesn't seem like a clear line that connects them both. Yep. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's like, so then we ignore the inside because the outside is easier to point to, right? It's easier to like look around and be like, oh, this is an example of a good goal. And we latch onto that and we create our own version of it. And the other thing that I think that can really get us in a weird spot is like, we don't actually have control 
over things. And I feel like setting goals sets our expectations Mm -hmm. and we have no idea what our life path is, what the game plan is, what life is going to throw at us, what opportunities are going to happen, what path we're going to walk in the future. We can only see this stuff in hindsight, but when we create goals and we latch onto expectations and then we create an identity around these expectations, no wonder we're upset. But then it's all like, it all comes back to this faulty foundation that we don't even have control over anyways. So I think that's why me and you kind of gravitate towards this way of like, how do we move forward? Because I do agree, we do need some direction. And listen, if you're listening to this and you're like, Mariah, I like my goal of $10,000 months, or I like my goal of a thousand YouTube subscribers. Cool. I love that for you. And sometimes I will like write out, if I come up with a number that feels aligned for me, I will allow that to be the goalpost that I move towards. But I think the piece that we need to remember is A, flexibility, and B, intentionality. And so if we can have some path, some guiding light, like you always say, like a North Star, that it's like when we're feeling lost and stuck in the sauce here, we can look up and we can see something and we can remember, ah, this is why I want to work towards this. This is what I want to work towards. And this is how I want to feel. That allows us, in my experience, to slide back in to a place of being who we want to be in order to get that thing. It just feels easier, even though it feels lofty at first. But I think that's why we kind of created this workshop. That's why we created this process that's worked so well for us is because we figured out a way to bring that internal motivation into like an outside thing that we can see and play with and kind of strategize. So it hits both of them. Mm, Yeah, that's such a good point. And, you know, in typical Mariah and I fashion, this is based in a bit of science and a bit of, um, intuition, right? So what we, as we kind of dove into the research around this stuff, the the whole idea with the way that we're approaching goal setting is um, more identity-based, like Mariah just hinted at. You know, what we've seen over and over again with the people that we're interviewing that are at the top of their game, or if you study a bit about habits and goals and achieving them, it's really more about shifting your identity than it is about achieving a certain number. So instead of focusing on, I have a thousand YouTube subscribers, you could focus on who is the person that has a thousand YouTube subscribers and what do I need to do to be that person, right? And so when you can kind of get clear on the identity piece, the who is future Shay that lives this life and what does she do? How does she show up? More importantly, how does she feel? Um, That can be really, really powerful. The feelings piece in particular, because like you said, a lot of times when we sit these set these big lofty goals, the bridge there or the path there can feel very unclear and far away today, right? Like I have this wonderful vision for my life, but like today and tomorrow, Am I taking meaningful steps towards it? I don't really know. And so one of the most powerful things you can do is get clear on what are the, we call it core desired feelings, but what are the feelings that this future version of Shay has? She's calm. She wakes up with a lot of peace of mind. She's really fired up about her work. You know, whatever that feeling is, I can, I can reverse engineer that to today. 
how could I bring more calm? How could I bring more peace of mind? How could I bring more passion about my work? And that's how you connect with that way far off future is you bring it in today. You start feeling the feelings today. Your brain will start to reward that and you'll start to seek more of it. So there's a couple neuroscience techniques that we've pulled into this workshop. And the first one is... um, Again, all about that identity piece. So we start by getting clear on who is future you? Who is this person at some point in the future that is living their best life? And what does that best life look like? And so we start with, uh, we, we do a visualization activity. It's just a typical Wednesday in your future. And um, the cool part about visualizations or meditations is what we are seeing with science is that the brain can't tell the difference between real reality or what your uh, perceived reality, what you're envisioning in your head. So the more you can kind of give yourself some time in imagination land and play land, let yourself sit with who you're becoming, who you want to be, your brain will start making those pictures and images in itself. And it'll start to see those things and you'll start to feel those feelings right now today. And then all of a sudden you have this really cool filter to go about your day-to-day life with, um, with exactly, is this what future Shay does or is this what old Shay does? And that idea of like, is this a future Shay decision or an old Shay decision? It has been very a powerful tool for me in navigating this world and making sure for me, I get really discouraged if I don't feel like I'm actually making progress towards my goals. So when I can kind of check in with myself on a day-to-day basis, am I feeling those core desired feelings? Am I making new identity decisions and not old identity decisions? That gives me a bit of um, peace of mind on the journey. Yeah. And I think one of my favorite parts of the workshop is like we also include after all of that, we do a more or less activity where it's like based on your core desired feelings. It's like, okay, now we're getting strategic, bitches. We're getting strategic here. And like, how do we actually bring in more of what we want? And what are the things that we can do today, tomorrow, this week? What are things that we can start letting go of? What are things that we want to do less of? And I feel like that's a really great tool, an actionable, practical tool that can help you take action today versus, well, if I want a thousand YouTube subscribers, I feel like shit basically until I hit that number. Because it's like, even though I'm working towards it, it's like, nope, well, it's not that number yet. So it's not good enough. And so instead, the more or less activity is like, well, actually, we know now because we're connecting these more or less things with the desired feelings, which is connected to our dream day. It's like it's all aligned and it's like clues for your, I feel like both your conscious and your subconscious mind, which is really helpful. But you said like, in terms of we're, we're going to keep going with the example of like a thousand YouTube subscribers. But like you said, you were like, who am I that has a thousand YouTube subscribers? That was always very difficult for me. I don't know. I don't know who the fuck I'm going to be tomorrow. I don't have a clue. But when I allow myself to be like, why? What am I craving behind this number? Like, what am I wishing to get from this? obviously money. You know what I mean? Like, obviously this means some kind of recognition. This means money. This means it's proof and validation that my business has grown. But like, if I go even deeper than that, I wanted to feel seen and I wanted to feel helpful. That's why I wanted a thousand YouTube subscribers. I wanted to help people. I feel like I, for some reason, can break down complex things into easy to understand ways. 
But if I can share it in a way that practically, actionably helps people, that's actually what drives me. And I feel like allowing yourself to get clear on those things, that's way more fucking motivating to me. Even now to this day, like that, when I said a thousand YouTube subscribers, that was like back in 2017. So this is what, three, four, seven years later. It's like even seven years later to this day, if I get stuck in a YouTube rabbit hole where I'm almost at 9,000 subscribers today, and it does take a while to, to get up to that. But what's motivating now is that same fucking feeling. I want to feel helpful. Even when I feel like I don't know what YouTube video to create, I don't know what I want to do. It's like, what's going to be the most helpful for my people? And like, what feels the most fun for me? And that's why I think that the feelings are so powerful because like they're internal. It's not external things that you're holding on to. And that's why I think that they're so fucking helpful. And then having that more or less activity. Okay, if I want to feel more seen and I want to feel more helpful, how do I do that? You want to know what that's led to? Me creating workshops, me creating digital products, me creating these things that feel tangible, practical, and helpful. And now my YouTube videos actually have a reason for being there because they drive people to my digital products. But I didn't get here or figure out this system by strategizing it. Mm. And that's what a lot of people do. That's what I've done in the past. But it's like, for some reason, this all kind of came together without me white knuckling it. And I look back and I'm like, it's because I've been holding on to this feeling of like, I just want to fucking help people, dude. I want to help people in a way that feels really fun for me. And like, that's the feeling that I kept moving forward. That's what's gotten me closer to the goal. Yeah, you're right. And and I have trouble connecting as well because you haven't met that future version. You have no idea what they're like. And so all we can do is take baby steps and see how we're feeling. Like the feeling is really the the yep. data point there. And so what I have done in the past, actually through this podcast is we've interviewed people who are steps ahead of me where I would like to be. And one thing I pay attention to is like, what do they do that's different from what I do? And not necessarily that I need to adopt it all. Maybe I'll try something and I'll see how it makes me feel. Cause I definitely don't think that we need to like um, copy other people. But what has stuck out to me in this past season is how these people that are like showing up at a next level really invest in themselves and their personal capacity with their rituals and their routines and how they treat their body. And that made me realize, you know, like I say, I want more capacity. I say, I want more, but what could I do that makes me feel like I'm filling my cup up every day? That makes me feel like I'm having, um, time with myself and, um, you know, kind of nurturing my own spirit and, and my own connection with spirituality. That's another thing I've noticed that they had that I was perhaps lacking. So it's kind of by getting around people that are maybe heading in the direction that you think you want to head, you can start to get some ideas and not necessarily all those ideas are going to work for you, but it'll kind of give you some parameters, or at least for me, some inspiration of things I can, I'll try this on, see how it makes me feel. I'll try this on, see how it makes me feel. But the this activity, I want to share some real life examples of how I've used it. It's funny. I, it, it always surprises me like what my big takeaway is. It's not usually what I expect. And um, I've been doing a version of this, honestly, since I got my first job back when I was like 25. And I, I was very clear that um, 
it was a desk job in a cubicle and where I live, we don't get a ton of beautiful days. Like it's harsh winters, harsh summers. And I was so, I, I fucking hated it when we had a beautiful day and I was sitting in this little brown cube and I would stuck and I couldn't go outside. And just that feeling of like, I want the freedom to go outside on a nice day. That was it. That was like the the data point that I need that I was like, something here is not right. And I need to figure out a new career that allows me to have time freedom. Literally, that was the doorway of just, I wanted to go outside in the sunshine. <laughs> and I realized that the lifestyle I had was not aligned with the lifestyle I wanted. And so that was really what got me out of corporate America in the first place. And then I learned a bit more about this process and got a little bit more formal practices from coaches in the online business world. And the reason we pivoted from our first business to where I'm at now is I realized I, today, Shay, was waking up with sweating palms every morning. I was waking up in this anxious, horrible state, and I did this future visualization activity. Future Shay woke up pumped about the day. She was excited to get out of bed. She had things to do. She was excited about who she was talking to that day. When I was looking at my calendar, I felt a full sense of dread. So there again, I realized the feeling that I have now is not aligned with like who I want to be or future Shay wakes up pumped up. What do I have to do now to get myself here? And that's a big question. And it's been a big journey and it's, it's not perfect, but that guiding light of the feeling and, and identifying where the feeling is off versus like what I want. And honestly, um, what's the right word to say here? giving myself the permission that it's okay. <laughs> like it's okay to leave corporate America. It's okay to change your business. You know, like all those big thoughts when they first come in may feel a little bit scary, but like connect back to those feelings. Those feelings are the most honest data point that you have in your life to kind of guide you towards where you need to go. Yeah. And I mean, like it's following curiosity. It's following curiosity in terms of like, how do you want your day to look? following curiosity in terms of how do you want your career to look? How do you want your lifestyle to look? How do you want your hobbies to look? How do you want your relationships to look? It's just following curiosity. And I think that that's why looking at other people and getting examples or ideas is helpful because it gives us something to kind of experiment with and run it through our own filter. And then we get to test it and then see, does this land or maybe part of it lands? But what I do want to mention is like, it's not just about the time of year. I know that we're releasing this in January intentionally because a lot of people are usually thinking about goals around now. Not me. I'm probably gonna honestly going to wait until March when I feel like spring opens up and things feel a little bit more full of life right now, even though like I'm currently living in Florida, like I actually want to, it's so odd how the human body like operates, but like I want to make like warm soups and like <laughs> just feel really cozy even though it's like 75 degrees outside so it's just it's very very interesting how january is known for the set goals and hit the ground running when really it's winter time where like the rest of nature like the trees don't even have leaves y'all like they're taking a break they're taking a break from growing they're nourishing they're just building their foundation they're just coming back to like their what keeps them grounded essentially it's what a tree is doing right now it ain't worried about the leaves it ain't worried about like growing all of this funky shit like it'll do that in the spring and so you're like remember that 
the time of year doesn't fucking matter. And I think that's why we like this workshop. That's why we like this process is because we did this together back in October. I'm pretty sure that we did it in uh, March or April. Like you can do this any time of the year because it's not connected to a, for the next 12 months, what do you want? Or for January, February, and like a full calendar type thing. It's really a process of allowing yourself to tap into your internal compass and then giving you steps to bring that externally to hit whatever goal you're wanting. So if you're listening to this, grab the workshop, curiouslyguided.com slash dream day, and just like have it and come back to it. Like I'm not just saying that, oh, me and Shay come back to it all the time. Like I'm not just saying that we actually do. And like, I do this on my own too, where it's really like, hey, what do I want more or less of now? And then keep in mind that like, even if you have a future self-visualization, you have a meditation, you have this idea of like how your, Shay likes to say like, how do you want your typical Wednesday to look? Even if you have that idea, remember that that's also allowed to change, which is why this workshop is helpful because when you're feeling like, you know what, I've actually evolved to a place where maybe six months ago, maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, that old typical Wednesday doesn't really align to the version of myself that I've that I've evolved into. Okay, that's great. Come back to the workshop, redo the process, reconnect with yourself. That's the juice and like, that's the magic of doing this and building the muscle to keep tuning in and coming back to yourself is that it gets to change with you. But like, that's what I fucking hated about future self visualizations before. I was like, I don't know. Like I change on the day to day. I change every week. I'm a brand new person every year. Like I don't know. And it always felt like a future self visualization was like set in concrete. Like this is how I want my perfect Wednesday to look like this is this is it. Like, this is the goalpost forever for my life. And that's not practical. That's not reality. So allow this to be just like a fun activity for you. And what I found really cool is like, I'll get new dream days every time that I do it. But I think the fun thing is finding the golden thread between all of them and being like, wow, all of these different versions of myself over the past four years all really wanted slow mornings or like really crave some sense of community where I'm either out hanging out with people and like connecting in a coffee shop or I'm leading some membership or some group or some program where like I'm connecting with people online. Like finding that golden thread, I feel like is wildly helpful because it's hard in hindsight to be able to see our own patterns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up let it change. Um, because I every time I do it, it's totally different. I'm like, sometimes I'm in an apartment in Tokyo, sometimes I'm in a cabin in the woods. Uh, but the cool part about revisiting it is you can see the trends and the patterns and the things that come up consistently and what kind of weaves them all together. And that's giving you some so valuable insight into what you truly want in this world, uh, which I think is so incredibly um, powerful and something we don't give ourselves a lot of space to do. And the other thing you said, I really liked was um I feel like as an adult we don't give ourselves a ton of time to be in our imaginations you know get back to that true sense of like wonder and creativity and anything is truly fucking possible I definitely can get into my adult 
rut of like, I have responsibilities and this is the way it is. So the cool part about this exercise is it's giving you this awesome space. Just have some imagination, see what pops up. Try not to label it. Um, one thing actually really recently, I, I heard um, a businesswoman I admire on Instagram. She was talking about how she lost all this weight without trying. And it was through this kind of activity. She was asking herself, she wanted to be have a $20 million year. And she was saying, what does $20 million version of me look like and how do they show up? And I thought that question was so interesting because when I asked it to myself, my first reaction was like, you'll never have a $20 million year. It's like, whoa, okay, cool. Like there's some beliefs there around like what I'm worthy of, what I'm capable of. And so that Even was- me hearing that, I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And why? Why is it possible for her and not me? You know, that's, that's illogical. And, but that's my, it's just a cool way to notice like, oh, hey, why do I have these beliefs and where are these coming from? And and what if, maybe I don't believe it's possible for me, but what if just for 10 minutes I sat in that and I thought about what it could be like just to have fun with my imagination? What I if- think that's a really good reframe of like, because it's hard for me to do that too. It's hard for me to be like, oh, I could just be, think about who the $20 million a year person is. And I I roll so hard and I'm just like, I don't know, I'd be what, floating on a fucking floaty and like <laughs> Maldives. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I just feel so disconnected. And then it's like, do I even want that? I don't know. And then I'll get like, I'll get defensive and I'll be like, I don't even want that. That sounds so stupid. And it's just funny, these stories, but I think just switching that question of what if, like, what if I allowed myself to play with the idea for even five minutes? I feel like I even got chills when you said that because I was like, yeah, what, what if it just, it opens up like the door of curiosity, which is extremely important. Totally. Yeah, I agree. Um, And I thought that was, so what she realized was like her future version doesn't carry snacks in her purse. (laughs) Like, and that was the big shift, but I thought it was interesting. Like that is very for her that worked for her. Um, And what, to your point, I don't necessarily know that $20 million is my goal. That's her goal. Am I adopting that? But it is fun to just like notice where am I limiting myself? You know, like where am I putting in these literally like self-invented constraints of like what I can and can't have? And I don't even feel worthy enough to sit in the possibility of this for five minutes to maybe see if I like this, to see if these this pair of pants feels like a good fit, you know, like it's just very... Um, it's cool to watch how you react to stuff like this because it'll shed a lot of insights on your programming and perhaps some opportunities to reprogram and like what's showing up for you. But I really just, I liked that $20 million example and I've been sitting with it. To Mariah's point, I think the coolest part about this thing is it's meant to be revisited. That's the whole point. Um, Do it once. You'll probably get one really weird takeaway that you never expected and it might pop up in your day-to-day life. And then three months, do it again. And one thing we laugh about a lot is like, we change so much that a lot of times three months, six months later, you're going to be like, who was that old person? And like, it's cool to let it shift and grow. That's nature. That to your point about seasons, like that's how trees grow erratically and in different directions based on what's going on that year. Right. And so it's so, for me, um, I've really had trouble with like the traditional goal setting. I'll do it once and I won't ever revisit it. Like it doesn't really stick with me. It doesn't really give me 
a decision-making tool I can use on a day-to-day basis. But this kind of stuff, when I'm starting to paint the picture in my brain a little bit more and connect to my why and those deeper feelings, that's when it really, for me, sticks. And it's actually something powerful that I can revisit on a day-to-day basis, but also at some kind of like regular intervals. And it's fun. Let it evolve. See how you change. It's a nice way to kind of measure progress in this world that's really difficult uh, to measure, at least in the way that we feel is meaningful. Yeah. And it's it just gives you something to kind of ground into. Because then it's like, I just, I love the decision-making part of it. Because then when I have a new idea for business, because I'm sure some of our listeners can relate, I have no shortage of ideas of things that I can do. And I think that it's really helpful to be like, okay, well, if I have this version of my future that I'm really craving and really feeling aligned with right now, Does this idea make sense or can I put this in a not right now folder and maybe come back to it? And so that way it doesn't feel like everything is a, I need to do this at this very moment. Otherwise I'm never going to be successful. So instead of like feeling chaotic, things feel just more intentional. And I love that example that you gave of that woman with the $20 million a year, because I was just thinking like kids can literally sit and play with their imagination for hours. They can run around and pretend that they're a dinosaur, but I can't pretend that I make $200,000 in a year, let alone more than that. But this kid is literally running around like roaring in my ear and he's a T-Rex today. You know what I mean? And I think it's just like that example is just like kids are such beautiful examples of like, how connected a human can be to their imagination. And I think as adults, you're right. We slip into like, A, I need to pay bills and like put a roof over my head. Or B, well, this is my hobby because it's always been my hobby. Or C, this is my zone of genius because everybody tells me that I'm good at this. So this must be it. So then we like combine those things and then create our identity and then refuse to change from it. Or it's like, we'll sit there and we'll shame ourselves and we'll be like, well, there's no way that I could be X, Y, and Z because I've never done that before. And it's like, this kid is a dinosaur today. Do you see how easy it is to be able to actually play in the realm of possibilities if we give ourselves the time and the space to? And that it's that combined with the visualization, tapping into the feelings, and then like taking writing down like more or less making it actionable and then in the workshop we also dive into like what's a baby step that you can take and so it's like really grounding it and schedule it into your day and so it's really like this full process of bringing the internal external and all it is is fucking strengthening a muscle that's all it is. You're strengthening the muscle of asking yourself, what do I want and how could that look? What do I want and how could that look? What do I want and how could that look? And how does that translate into what I'm doing today and what needs to change and what action can I take moving forward? In like two sentences, that's like essentially all it is. You're right. Yeah. And it's funny that question, what do I want? Sounds so obvious, but from my personal experience and everybody that I know, we are all very disconnected from what we truly want. You like we're talking about, we're very familiar with what my, the Instagram rabbit hole marketing scheme that I just went down, like what everybody's telling me to want. That's very easy, but what do I really want from like a core 
level, that's a very difficult task. And that's where imagination comes in. And you always say the realm of infinite possibility, which I love. I had a moment yesterday. One of the things I've been noticing is when I listen to music, I feel like I'm this core self or my like true version of myself. And so I've been trying to like just go on walks and listen to some of my favorite music more. I've been listening to less and less podcasts. And yesterday moment, yesterday during my walk, I had this moment of like feeling like like I hadn't felt since I was a kid. I really reconnected with that feeling of like literally anything is fucking possible for me. Like I could, I could, the 20 million thing started it. I was like, I could get $20 million. I could go build an amusement park. Like I could literally do whatever I wanted. I can be an astronaut. I I could, if I wanted to put my brain to it. And so I realized that feeling was something I hadn't felt in a long time, but it was something I remember feeling in the past of like unlimited possibility. And so that was a really big wake up for me of like, I want more of this feeling. I love this feeling. I forgot about how fun this feeling is. I have been really in my grooves, in my responsibilities, in my practical mind. And not that there's anything bad about that, but the other side of things, that's where I get a lot of juice. That's what gets me out of bed in the morning, feeling fired up. So it's like, I've noticed even like just yesterday, you'll have these little moments and you'll have these feelings and you're like, ah, I want more of this. (laughs) What do I got to do to get more of this? I remember this. This is what I want. And so that's just another example of like, you'll start to see this stuff pop up in weird ways in your life. And then as you keep doing it, you'll build the muscle and you'll notice it more and more. And so I can't say enough good things about, I'm really proud of this workshop. I think it's really unique. Mariah and I have kind of, the beautiful part is she is so, um, Mariah is very tactical and brings things down to earth. So she helped me kind of take this, we start a little high, a little in the, in the clouds perhaps, and then we distill it down into something that's very actionable, tangible. You could walk out tomorrow and start implementing. So I really want to encourage you guys If you're setting goals, you're in that winter season, you're just simmering right now, or even if it's the middle of the summer and you're just feeling lost, check out this workshop, Design Your Dream Day. It's a totally different way to think about goal setting and making decisions and planning out tasks. And I think you guys will get a lot of value out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I... I'm also really proud of this workshop and like the process and everything that we've kind of put together. I think that it's a really great combination of a lot of things that provide actionable steps forward that actually feel aligned. And so like if you're, if the question of like, what do you want feels big, you know, what's funny is like, I never thought that that question felt big to me. I've been asking it to people around me though. Like one of my friend's friends, I asked him, I was like, so what do you want? And he was like, dude, he was floored. It basically was like, I ripped the chair out from under him. And he was like, Mariah, I don't know. And I was like, why does this feel so big? Like, what if it doesn't have to be like the answer to your life's path? Like, what if it doesn't have to be the forever what you want? I think that people either get too big and it feels like, holy fuck, I have to choose, do I want to be an astronaut? Do I want to be this? Do I want to be that? And like choosing this massive goal or it's like, what do I want? It's like, well, I want a coffee right now. And like, or people think too small. You know what I mean? People think too tangible. People think like too like right 
in front of them where I think there's magic in like taking both, combining them and like mixing them into a big pot and seeing what you create with it. And hopefully that's what this workshop brings to you. So if you want to snag the workshop, check out all of the details, curiouslyguided.com slash dream day, no spaces, no spaces, no dashes, D-R-E-A-M-D-A-Y. You can snag it. It's less than $50. You are going to get access to it literally forever. You can use it, reuse it over and over and over again, come back to it. Maybe if you're listening to this in January, do it now, do it in six months. Maybe you do it every month. I don't know how fast you want to strengthen that muscle. You know what I'm saying? So we will also leave the link to that in the show notes below. If you tune into it, please let us know what you think about it. We would love your feedback. We would love to hear your your thoughts on it, what dreams or what came through It's getting your feedback and all of that that really motivates us to not only create episodes for the podcast, but also to create workshops and to be able to just create resources, essentially. So this episode has been a blast. The workshop was such a joy to create. I think that we are going to close this episode down. So remember, friends, that you have the power to create whatever the fuck you want. Follow the nudge ask questions, and let curiosity guide the way. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of the Curiously Guided podcast. We appreciate you so much for being here. Truly, this podcast is such a joy for us to create. If you love the conversation or you're a fan of the podcast and you want to support us in creating new episodes, feel free to head over to curiouslyguided.com support to buy us a coffee. If you're not already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform so you can stay in the loop with all of the episodes we've got coming your way. And while you're heading over to subscribe, slide over to the review section and let us know what you thought about that episode. Reviews go a long way in helping us reach more listeners. So even if it's just a quick one, it helps us all continue to grow together. We'll see you in the next episode.